Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Jonesy. Hey, Pomp. Pick a topic. Entertainment, food and drink, or general? Food and drink. Okay. Now, pick a number from one to ten. Seven. What is the most consumed manufactured drink in the world? The most consumed manufactured drink. It's got to be some kind of alcohol. Yeah, I guess manufactured means it like um, water doesn't count. So anything but water, I guess. I, I got to say wine. Like, is it, is it as general as wine or is it like a type of wine? No, it's general. Is that your final answer? Yeah, I'm, I'm going wine. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. What's your answer? I just want to... Uh, did you... Sk- skip me on the intro because i showed up late tonight uh i did okay sure that's me. your penance okay Ooh. uh we were supposed to start this uh episode probably uh an hour ago but eric fell asleep that's just want you all to know uh he fell asleep at 7 p.m and woke up at you know 7 45 fell asleep at 6 40 p.m yeah yeah so he was a little tardy it's all right me and jones hung out it's my bad i made it though i'm here we had a uh, Jones gave me a break dancing lesson while we waited, so that was fun. All right, so what's the most? I, I would consumed? say Coca Cola. That would have been like my first guess. That's a good. That's a good guess. Final answer. Uh, Capri Sun. Capri Sun. Okay, not a great answer, but <laughs> I respect the creativity. When's the last time you had a Capri Sun? Oh, they're so good. They are so good. You know, I want to make alcoholic Capri Sun. Mm-hmm. So that's my dream. All right, uh, you're both wrong. Oh! But I'm going to give you guys one more shot. Mountain Dew. No. In the world. You got to think world. I don't know what anybody else does. Okay, I'm going to give Coffee? you... Coffee? Oh, wait. Th- you're getting closer. Oh, does tea count? Yes. Oh, I wouldn't... Oh, I wouldn't guess. so stupid. What are you going to guess now? I'm still guessing some wine. Well, <laughs> you should have went with your <laughs> second instinct. The answer is tea. <laughs> Okay. I see. I don't think a tea is manufactured. I mean, now that you say it, it's like, oh yeah, obviously. But like, people are addicted to wine. They gotta drink it, otherwise they die. And coffee. Yeah. Well, no, nah, but like, yeah, I'm addicted to coffee, and when I don't have it, I get headaches. Same. <laughs> yeah, but, but I ain't never heard of a coffee holic. <laughs> it exists, man. You literally get uh, ca- uh, coffee withdrawal. So yeah. That's what that headache is. That's oh, real. oh, I know. Um, Eric, pick a topic: general, sports food and drink entertainment don't do sports i <laughs> would i try to change our format well i i heard ge- general was the only one i remember that you just said so i'm gonna go with general okay now <laughs> pick a number from one to five it's four okay oh what country do cities of perth adelaide and brisbane belong to australia jones i'm going what country? Yeah. Is that not a country? Africa. That is not a country. Oh. Hi-oh. Want to try again? J. 
Georgia, baby. Yeah, woo! Uh, the country of Georgia? Because I know you're trying to be funny with the state, but there's a country <laughs> called Georgia. So technically you're right. Uh, but that's not the answer. Uh, you guys know what the answer is? I want to say it's got to be Australia. It's Australia. Yeah. Good job, Eric. How'd you know that so fast? Because I don't know. I just know those. I've heard those places before. Yeah. I knew Perth. I didn't what was know the other two you said? Uh, Brisbane and Adelaide. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've just, I've heard them. You just named like the New York, Chicago, Los Angeles of that continent. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I didn't say Melbourne or Sydney, which are the ones that I would have known like right out of the gate. All right. Jones. Yeah. Pick a topic. General entertainment sports but don't pick sports. no he's got to pick one of the ones we haven't picked yet oh general i just picked general <laughs> pay attention food and drink food and drink uh did you pick that first <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hit me with sports <laughs> no no sports so what was the other one entertainment there you go <laughs> entertainment sports uh, entertainment one to five pick a number number one baby all right what was the first toy to be advertised on television Oh, man. Um, was it the Slinky? Man, that's what I was going to guess, but now I'm going to say Silly Putty. I think this is wrong, but you want to hear the answer? <laughs> yeah. You're both wrong, but you might be right because I don't believe this one. The answer is Mr. Potato Head. No, that's probably right. Yeah, I could see that. That's probably right. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of toys before Mr. Potato Head. I don't know. I mean, the Slinky, you know maybe Mr. the Slinky was in the 70s. Maybe you know, it wasn't. You know Mr. Potato Head and his bucket of parts. That's a little later in life, but the original Mr. Potato Head was probably... Just a potato? They would just send yeah. you a potato in the mail? Yes. Yeah, they actually gave... like It wasn't like the plastic potato like we have now. Like It was like plastic things that you put in a real potato. Mm-hmm. Which makes a lot of sense, actually. Absolutely. And then you could eat the potato later. Could you imagine doing that to your kids? Like, here, kids, you have a giganto potato that you could just stick things into. <laughs> Can I tell you, though, kids um, will f have much more fun with the dumbest things uh, over really fancy toys. Yeah. So, honestly, they'd probably love it. Like, they have more fun just taking cardboard boxes and, like, making crafts. Oh, every out of kid them. loves cardboard boxes. Yeah, it's the best. I like cardboard boxes. Getting a new refrigerator when you were a kid was a fuck freaking gold mine. Yeah, that doesn't count as a curse, right? Because I don't want to have to go back. Wow, that was close. I've never almost dropped one like that. You just said for freaking. That's fine. <laughs> it's not. That's not a curse. But just like think about like how cool it was. You had a coffin, a spaceship, a fire truck. It was like everything in one box. Yeah, and if you could get a couple of those big boxes oh, together, oh man, you could make a whole. You could be Voltron. Yeah. Oh my God, Voltron. All right, who's up next? Did you guys just, I got to ask about Voltron. Did you guys ever have the whole Voltron toy? I sure did. You had the whole thing? The whole thing, man. Oh. And it was awesome. And I, it was like my prized toy. What happened to it? Somewhere in my, in my move from Hicksville to Limbrook, um, a lot of my old toys, like a box of them, just, I, I don't know where that, where it went. Well, I was there the day you moved in and you guys were like unpacking boxes and you just totally ditched the unpacking to come hang out with me and i Dave. know they probably threw it away on purpose yeah that was <laughs> out of spite like oh eric you don't want to help us unpack well cool. well here's all your stuff going right in the screw, trash screw you and your voltron <laughs> yeah the black lion bye-bye oh man it was so cool and it was so fun to put that thing together 
I want one now. I, They're I'm, expensive. I'm not a toy guy, but I just I wish I yeah, had Yeah, it's cool. It's a, a cool concept. That's what it is. It's a good idea. Yeah. Having good bo- show separate too. toys that you can play with that form into one mega toy. Yeah. And if you what happened like do you have to buy each one individually and then you it's a good way to get people kids yeah. to spend a lot of money. Yeah. All right, Eric, this is the last question. Okay. Pick a topic. General, entertainment, sports, or food and bever- drink, beverages. Let's go sports, man. All right. Screw it. We keep we keep shunning sports. All right. Question uh, number from one to six and a half. Just pick the most fun one. I don't know. I'm not okay. Um, the, uh, that's a lot of that's a lot of. Uh, All right. So three. Um, no, you don't want to do three. Okay. See, that's what I mean. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Oh, this is a hard one. Can I give you a hard one that you're never going to get? Yeah. Dump. <laughs> Dump. <laughs> it gets better. Floater and wipe are terms used in which team sport? Dump, floater, wipe. Team sport. Water polo? No, but like in that, kind of in that genre. Jones? Regular polo? No. <laughs> no. What's regular polo with the horse? Yeah. Synchronized swimming? No. no. I don't know. I don't know. Volleyball. That's stupid. I told you guys not to pick sports. Well, then Can you, I give should, you, one you more? shouldn't have made it an option. I, Pomp. I made it an option so that I could say don't pick it. Well, you, you know what happens. What happens when you tell a kid like you could pl- you could do everything you could touch everything on that counter except that thing? Well, I learned my lesson, so I hate you guys. But <laughs> we needed we need to do over. <laughs> Food and drink, sure. Uh, number from one to f- uh, five. Fif- okay. <laughs> All right. Um, what was the first soft drink in space? In space. Soft drink. Dang, soft drink. So we're talking like a carbonated beverage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with RC Cola. You are incorrect. It is Coca-Cola. I didn't think it was going to be like the main guy. You know, I thought it was going to be somebody cool like a Tab or an RC. Yeah. It would be fun if it was RC Cola. Doesn't get enough credit. No. Jones, last one. Okay. I thought that was the last one. Speed round. Yeah. What's the rarest M&M color? Uh, Blue? No. Eric? I don't know. Red? No, those are very common ones. I don't know. What's what's rare? Brown. I get more browns than anything else in any bag I've ever gotten. Well, according to the internets, which you know is always 100% accurate, brown's the most rare. And if they forget to paint one, guess what color it is? brown yeah so it's not the it's not the most uncommon isn't it weird when someone asks you a question that has a really obvious answer while they're trying to make you feel stupid and you don't know if you should actually answer it's like well if you don't paint it what color you think it is it's like uh uh, i know you want me to say brown but i don't want to be part of you belittling me (laughs) that just happened it wasn't me belittling you it was the it was whoever made these dumb questions you found that's true unless you made the questions no, the internet did, but you just it, said no, 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 I did not. But I will say it makes it makes the Wayne's World brown M&M's moment make more sense now. You know what I'm saying? You know, the part where he's like, 
So there I was looking for 5,000 brown M&Ms to fill a candy jar or Ozzy wouldn't go on stage that night. See, I hate them. I popped them down the hatch first because they're the most unappealing. Yeah. You like want, I want you color want bright pop. Co- yeah, you want bright colors, man. You got to save that for the, uh, the vending machine later in the show. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. <laughs> Touche. Um, all right. Well, that was, uh, that was a, a little impromptu trivia. Did you guys like it? Nah. You don't like it at all? I don't like trivia. It was really heavy on the Coca-Cola. Yeah. Hey, Coca-Cola, man. What a beverage. It's a taste of a generation. Food and beverage really had nothing to do with food. No. It was all beverage. (laughs) So true. Okay. So we got a lot to talk about today. First, um, there's a sinkhole in uh, the city of Long Beach. Sure is, causing a lot of traffic in the world. Yeah, we thought you got sucked into it. That was our theory why you were late tonight. I'd find my way out. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, oh no, he's not responding to texts. Did he fall into the sinkhole? We told Even him to if it avoid took me years of like starting a new society down there and eventually building something to get myself out, I'd see you again. If you if you jumped into the sinkhole uh, and it transported you to some like parallel universe or, or some thing, where like, would you like, want it to go? Like either probably like Perth, Brisbane, or Adelaide or something like that. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> or the country of Georgia. Uh, <laughs> We lost Jonesy on that one. <laughs> All right. Um, I Actually, think- I drove by the sinkhole today. It's uh, it's pretty impressive. It's like a block long. Is it really that big? big? Yeah, and it also did not. So when I leave work to come here, right, breaking the fourth wall, I, I work another job. This isn't my only job. Wait, you don't get paid <laughs> millions for yeah. this podcast? Yeah, I do another thing outside this podcast, but I was on my way here. Uh, my GPS usually puts me my arrival time at 7.13 p.m pretty exact i've always been on the money and you always text that as going to be your arrival time very true today today's arrival time was seven sixteen. wow the sinkhole added three minutes that's not bad yeah there was a there was a point a couple of days ago where the sinkhole completely blocked off all traffic in in and out of this uh city so where we where i live in uh long beach it's like an island off the coast of long island and there's only like two ways in and out and one of them was completely blocked off by sinkhole, so it caused a whole uh, kerfuffle. Is that a word? It was just a lot of boulder dash. <laughs> a lot of tomfoolery and shenanigans in that sinkhole. Jones, where would you want it to transport you to if you jumped into a magic sinkhole? A place or a time? Either. Ooh. You pick. You Ooh, pick. man. Use your imagination. I know I said Australia, but I don't want to go there ever. I feel like it'd be fun. I don't want to ever go to Australia. Why? Have you seen the size of the spiders i can't handle the yellow house spiders here dude yeah they have crazy the ones there are like the size of your face yeah i'll pass i'm good i'll stay (laughs) if i can if i could have it take me anywhere i would want to be transported to marvell ice cream Nice. Which is directly across the street from, from the sinkhole. It just carried you across the street. <laughs> you jump into the sinkhole and you just land at Marvell across the street. Okay. Oh, but, but if it had to like drop me in a time, I would say 7.06 p.m. So that I could have been on time. <laughs> you could have been early to the podcast. It wouldn't matter because Eric fell asleep. So, yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh man! All right. I, I would have had an extra minute at the Seven Eleven that I stopped at. <laughs> now, on top of the sinkhole, uh, apparently all of Canada's on fire. That's what's right here. So the entire sky is covered in smoke, and which made the sun. Did you see the sun through the smoke? It looked like um, it looked like we're on a, a an alien planet, like a Tatooine. We're on Tatooine. <clears throat> there was actually three suns today. It was crazy. 
Have you guys ever played the video game No Man's Sky? Yes. No. I felt like I was in No Man's Sky today. Like I felt like the world had been rebuilt and now the sky is now gray and the sun it's is crazy. Gray. Between the sinkhole and the entire country of Canada being on fire, does this mean uh, the end of days are coming? They've been coming. Is it weird that if someone told me that the apocalypse was coming, I would be weirdly excited? I mean, I wouldn't want it to happen. Like, I don't want to die, but like, I'd also kind of want to see the apocalypse. We did a whole lost episode on that, that no one's ever going to get to hear unless they heard it when it dropped. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was part of our first 21 episodes that we've had to. uh, We were excited for the apocalypse, though. Yeah, we got pretty excited. We did a whole. Oh, man. The lost episodes of DFD were awesome. (laughs) They were ridiculous. That's one way to put it awesome also terrible um illegal completely off the rails yeah very off the rails but we i know i know we'd embrace it if it was here yeah i think we'd have fun we'd we'd make it fun we should do a live stream of the apocalypse of dfd um hopefully the internet still works yeah yeah or okay all right so i got a couple more things for you guys one Eric, me and you have been talking um, about season three of Ted Lasso. You hadn't watched it because I, you said you wanted to wait till they all drop and, and then binge it. I told you last episode I'd have it done by today, and I'm a man of my word. You did it? You watched all of it? Watched all of it. Okay, so I need your review. What do you think? I am going to miss that show maybe more than any other show aside from Jericho that has ended in my life. Wow. Yeah, it was that good. That was one of the most emotional, like brilliantly written, performed, executed seasons of a television show. I heard a lot of bad I heard a lot of negatives going into it. People weren't happy with the beginning of it. They they were obviously content with how it ended. Um, but I thought it was just man, I thought the downers were necessary. And it re- it hit. It really hit me at like multiple points. Like there was so. I I honestly don't know if there's ever been a show with more character development across the board. Not I'm not just talking like main character. I'm talking every goddamn character on the show had the most serious, incredible, like it's true range from awful human or scared human to like great person or brave person like it was just oh, I can't, it was unbelievable yeah it, it incredibly well executed I, I understand some people didn't like parts of season three I, I don't I, I don't fully well I, I, I say I understand but I don't really understand I heard a lot of things like it was oh, the, it was so drama filled and I'm like yes yeah I'm I mean, like it should be drama filled it's a man who's been away from his kid whose wife no longer wants him like for years and like every year that's going to stack harder and harder that like emotion is going to is going to be more yeah and the whole point from day one of this show was that ted lasso was not there to help them win games right or matches he was there to help the people on the team be better the best versions of themselves that's what he says like and it, it, it actually a great thing to do i love ted lasso so much that once i finished the finale i was like i need more i just went back and started watching season one again 
And when you watch all season one again, it's actually really enjoyable to see so that you could kind of compare and contrast how the characters have, have, have developed. But the whole thing he says, like from day one to Trent Krim, when he's getting interviewed, is like, I'm not, I don't really concern myself with wins and losses. I'm here to help these kids be the best versions of themselves. And that's exactly what he does. And he never, ever swayed from it. And it even, like, he just he the was, progression of the reporter Trent Krim, like, that alone. He breaks everyone down. Everyone. O- o- eventually. Like, everyone is hating on him in the beginning. He's getting, like, wanker chants by the crowd. Um, he's, Trent Krim is after him. Um, Roy Kent thinks he's an idiot because he's like, why is this guy my coach? I can't wait till he's run out of town. Like, every everyone is against him, including Rebecca, right? And then he wins them over even she is, like they, she is one of the first to be one though yeah and the, yeah she basically is like i and it's tried- necessary because that's like that's in, in subtle terms i mean that's the mom of the show yeah so like her support for him early on literally gave him the boost for everybody else i feel yeah because when she told him when she came clean like hey you know i've been sabotaging you and i'm sorry i'm a terrible person the first thing he does is get up and says, I forgive you and mm-hmm. gives her a big hug. And he's like, we, you know, divorce makes people do crazy things. Like what an awesome dude to be able to just yeah. like be the better yeah. person and then just move past it, you know? And then he's got her for like, he's wins her over for life. I think the whole way that they built up the show over the three seasons was just awesome. It was so great. It, it makes you want to be a better person. The emotional growth of the superstar of the team, Jamie Tart, is just, that story alone could have been a show. Like, you don't even need the rest of the stuff. It's true. You could have had a Jamie Tart show for three seasons where it's just this kid who's one of the best at what he does. He's so young. He's so popular. Every girl wants him. And the actu- what actually was happening in that kid's head could have been the show itself. Yeah. Dealing with, like, all the trauma from his, his dad. I love... So it's funny watching season one. I could say all this stuff about season one because obviously it's not a spoiler, but watching it again was 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 really eye opening because you see glimpses of who these people become by season three in season one. So I don't know if you remember. There's an episode where they're trying to reverse a curse in the training room, mm-hmm. like in the. In, in it's one a of good the one. And they're all like sacrificing things that they care about. And Jamie gives a, a like when he throws like his, his he's got like cleats he throws in. He talks about how the whole thing that's been driving him to be great at 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 soccer has been like to prove his dad wrong. But instead, he should have been spending more of his energy just be like doing it for his mom, who showed him unconditional love and never cared whether or not he was good at soccer. She didn't like, care. What a great and, little character that ad was yeah yeah like the, oh, the, the, the episode with the mom yeah it was first awesome. off she's a very attractive woman yeah and they're very touchy-feely which is a weird vibe but, but he, whatever she's a young mom and like you get it you know it, it 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 actually wasn't weird to me yeah it was actually perfect and yeah um so i'm glad you liked it i was i was a little nervous because i know there are there there's a camp out there of people that like didn't like this season so i, I didn't know where, which way you well fall, they're completely but. wrong and i hate them yeah <laughs> good all right so i also um 
recommended on the show. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but the show Fubar. Oh, it was last week. Yeah, Fubar with with Arnie Arnie Schwartz. And, because uh, I did that whole series this week too. Oh yeah, what'd you think? I loved it. Oh, I'm so glad. Whenever I make a reco, like it's always a little nerve wracking that like people are gonna be like, "What are you thinking?" Well, I knew. See, I had plans to watch it anyway because I love Schwarzenegger and cheesy action and all that. Um, you just happened to get to it before I did. But yeah. hearing you like it, I was like, okay, this is this is awesome because if Pomp's liking an action comedy type deal, I'm definitely going to like it. Yeah, it was it was perfect. And I think the best character on the show is Rue, who is played by Fortune. What's her name? She's a stand up. Uh, Fortune Feimster. Yeah, what he said, what Jonesy said. Fortune 500. Fortune 500. She is hilarious on that show. So st- starting the show, I I didn't, the vibe I got from her the first episode, I'm like, I hope they're not just like going to throw her like cheesy one-liners and like make her like this one-dimensional terrible character. Dude, by the end of uh, the finale of episode eight, she's my favorite character on the show. And it's not even a question. Yeah, I love, oh man, I love the whole the whole uh, um, chemistry between all the characters yes, is, is amazing. They're all good. There's a the whole point of the story is like Arnie Schwartz is a um, reti- about to retire CIA CIA agent, and he finds out that his daughter is also one, and they both didn't know that each other were agents this whole time. So they both been basically lying to each other their entire lives, and. Um, she complains a lot, which she's the only character that you didn't like. God, right? she saw hater. But I she, don't even like her now. Now that the first season's over, you don't like the daughter, really? Hater. Wow. So here's the funny thing, right? You're why you don't like her. You're like she's always complaining. Like, what is she so mad about, right? Well, our favorite character rips into her in one of the episodes. And it just, like, it's I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, you have a father that, like, is unconditionally loves you. It does everything. He chases you around the planet trying to save your life. Like, how like, how are you still complaining? And I was just thinking when I when I watched that episode, because I watched it twice. I watched the season twice already. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that must make Eric feel good. Oh, I know it totally he did. the daughter. And I was like, so when I was I was watching it, it was it was late. It was like midnight. I started it at work and I was able uh, I mean, I mean, at my house. What did I you was, say? <laughs> uh, at work? I didn't oh, watch. I didn't watch the whole doesn't... season straight through at work. Uh, if anyone who works with Eric is listening, uh, uh, you you heard nothing. That, that did nothing. not happen. So I was texting Pomp, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I I hate her." Like about the daughter, and he like started getting nervous that I wasn't gonna like the show. No, because that's all you said. You were like, "Dude," I was like, Are you, "Did you watch Fubar?" And he's like, "And Eric just is like, oh, I hate the daughter. She's the worst. She's the worst character ever." I was like, "Oh no, he hates the show." I was like. But what about the rest of the show? You're like, oh, no, no, no. The show's great. I was like, Phew. okay. And so, like, obviously she has her character growth, but like it wasn't necessary. She was, she was hypocritically wrongly angry for so much of the show that like it really turned me off her character. It was like slightly forced conflict yes. just to make the show yes. for the show. Jones, I didn't know you watched it. You I didn't know it? that either. I watched it when we recommended last week. Oh, I didn't know. Okay. So what did you think? Here's my problem with the show. And I only have one problem with the show. I do not understand why Arnold Schwarzenegger's in it. Why? He's good. It feels like they wrote the the show for somebody else. They couldn't get that somebody else. So they went with Schwarzenegger instead. Really? I'll never think that about like, Arnold. Like to me that that was a Bruce Willis show. Well, and Bruce Willis came down with 
whatever he got. Coxsackie? Yeah, some, some head stuff. And then they found Schwarzenegger next. I respect your opinion, <laughs> but you're totally wrong. I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I don't know why you see that. Uh, I thought he was great in it. I thought he was great, too. One of the funniest, like, silly parts of that show is when they're the, with the therapist and they make them talk with the puppets. So oh, cool. And yo. they have to be each other. And <laughs> the way the daughter, I know you hate her as a character, but that is her, like, the bat, like that's her redeeming scene. What she does his voice, like, I'm from Austria and everything's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, Do- when Dr. Pepper talks to the puppet by himself, I lost yeah. my stuff. <laughs> the whole thing about Rue's uh, toe getting shot off by the other yeah. guy. <laughs> oh, the great thing's a good character too. The Adam oh, Polly, that was good. That was a good little cameo. Yeah. I there's so there was like some actual laugh out loud moments in the show for me too. Big time. There's yeah. one that like yeah. is so subtle that was literally my favorite line of the entire series. Like him and the daughter are at the house and the the ex wife and Don, Donnie, the new boyfriend, pull up in the driveway. And he's like talking to her and he gets out. The guy gets out of the car behind the ex-wife and he's like, who's that schlepper? Oh, it's just Donnie. <laughs> like it was so simple and beautifully delivered, bro. I was like laughing out loud at my home computer where I watched it. <laughs> where you were not at work watching it. Yeah. My, my wife, Terry, watched me laugh at one scene so hard that I fell off the couch and just started rolling around like holding my belly like I can't take it. <laughs> When he jumps through the heart, I'm not going to say which character does it, but when that character jumps through the heart on the front lawn, <laughs> bro, bro, yo, I couldn't take it. I just could not take it. Uh, I'm, was, so, I'm but, so glad you guys liked it. Listen, so I, I, it was a, I mean, it was a great wreck. I was going to watch it, but I'm going to give you the credit because you did watch it first. Great wreck. I think the show is great. I just, I really, really honestly think like that would have been like a Keanu Reeves show or like (laughs) some other action star, like Jason Statham or something. I don't know, man. For me, it works. And I just, I love Arnold and I missed him on my screen. Yeah. It it needed like Arnold from like 20 years ago. Yeah, but that's impossible. The whole point is he's retiring. Unless he's going in the sinkhole and jumping back. (laughs) That is true. CGI Harrison Ford is going to, is going to be like 35 in, uh, in the new Indy, Indiana Jones. Yeah. It's going to be the last, though, after these reviews it's getting. <laughs> um, so I also found, I don't know how, time to finish Dave season three <laughs> as well this week. Jesus. I've been on a rampage. How was it? Because can I just tell you before you go? Yes. I watched Dave season one. So this is a show on FX. It's about a aspiring rapper who... At the end of season one, he starts to build up some momentum. Season two, he starts to like, he's like, he's starting to break, like break into the, into the rap scene. And he's also starting to break mentally. Yeah. I could not, I couldn't make it through. Like season two just lost me. Okay. So, season, and so I, yeah. I gave up like halfway through the season two. So I haven't even finished season two. So season two was. I mean, everyone I've spoken to did not really care for season two. I pushed through it and it was well worth it because season three was a goddamn masterpiece. So should I just watch the season finale? Just season two rip through two, rip through it. Even if you do like a a time skip, like what, like 10 seconds skip through the episode, just watch it to get the vibe for season two. Okay. Because there are some things that like, you know, characters start clashing because they don't know how to handle where they're at. 
so it does have importance but season three when they head out on the looking for love tour is like out of control because the whole point is like he doesn't just want to hook up with chicks he wants you know that he wants love that's the little dicky way (laughs) oh that's his character name by the way that's his real life rap name yeah he's a real rapper um andrew santino on that show is he's like becoming my one of my favorite new uh what a what a great him and um him and and gator who's like a a little dicky's hype man they're both so incredible in that show yeah they really truly are yeah everyone else on the show is great i just he in season two is so insufferable like he's like such a yes like i would hate him in real life if he was like that's the point our crew i would be like i can't stand that's the point he needed that like that like drop yeah to make him realize yeah okay i'm telling you it is so worth it to get to season three and i know there's people that'll back me up on this i know blank man will back me up i know mike arnone will back me up like all right, push to season three and do it it was so enjoyable i'll do it and i'm gonna i'm gonna even give you a little teaser he does meet a, a lady and i'm not gonna tell you if anything happens but she's adorable and she's like a really nice addition she's she's nice to she's nice to to, to gander at yeah and she but she's also like a, a nice addition of character to the show okay cool so it like makes it worth it and there's really really top tier cameos in season three i'm talking like five star dining cameos like uh top of the heap bruce willis no but like who were like who are some top tier like who's like a top actor in the world right now puck from real world no like seriously seriously puck was great but (laughs) Uh, i'm thinking a little higher Pedro from Real World Season Three. <laughs> He's no longer with us. John from Season Two. True story. <laughs> True story. The, cow- the cowboy in New York. Uh, no. Um, it's a guy or girl? Oh, it's a guy. Top of the world. Um, Chris Hemsworth. No, but like up there with handsome Ryan Reynolds, handsome actor Ryan Reynolds, and anything. No, higher than Ryan Reynolds. Dave Coulier. Higher than Dave Coulier. Higher uh, than Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Gosling? Nope. Stop thinking Ryan's. But Ryan Gosling does get mentioned in like a couple episodes. Steve Gutenberg? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that would be such a weird cameo. He's from Long Island, by the way. It's Brad Pitt. Oh, Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah, oh Bradley. Oh, Bradley. I'm not going to tell you how or when, but it's not just like a pop in and say hi cameo like he's like legit in the show bro and he's about he's about it it's it's good right. it's good well brad pitt's performance in bullet train was top notch yeah so, so wait till you, his performance in this is aces i love it all right cool it's like the, when they throw keanu in uh in uh what was it called you'll always uh, be my maybe like it uh, wasn't just a one like a, it was like a actual part of the movie wasn't Keanu the name of the cat in in the Key and Peele movie? Yeah, named movie was called Keanu. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Duh. <laughs> wow. Um, all right. So last thing, and this is by the way our intro, the a thirty-five Jesus. minute intro. But one last thing, Jonesy brought us gifts, and I haven't looked yet because Ooh, me neither. I wanted it's, to wait till we're on the air. It's wrapped in what looks like a Taco Bell napkin. It looks like Jones wrapped our gifts in the like public bathroom uh, paper towels. Is that what it is? Do you want to know where I got them from? <laughs> yes. A public bathroom? They're public bathroom paper towels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew it. 
It's not gift wrap. It was just to make him not roll around in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, either way, it looks like gift wrap. So, oh, thank you, snap. Man. What is it? What is it? This is. Oh, shit, I, broke I can't really read it. I can read dill pickle, serrano. Oh, hot sauce. sauce. Hot yes. sauce. You made this. I made it. Oh, snap. Is it very hot? No, it's actually very flavorful. Really? I am so excited to try this. It looks legit like this looks like give a me a real... recommendation like something to put it on my favorite things what i want to hear and this will make sense right make yourself a cheeseburger okay don't put a pickle on it okay put, put some hot sauce on the bun right it'll, uh, it'll yeah. a little spicy little pickle with flavor. ketchup or no you can if you want yeah it works either way i'm so excited dude this looks delicious it does look that looks like it looks like verde sauce and that's my favorite thing to put on mexican so it's, it's green. Uh, yes. Those that can't see it, it's green. He likes to put on Mexican food, to be specific. Yes, I don't put verde sauce on Mexican sauce. Is that what I said? <laughs> it's like, uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Jonesy. Thanks, man. That's awesome. It's very good on a slice of pizza. It's actually not great on Mexican food, to be honest with you, because the dill pickle kind of okay. weird. That's a good, that's a good pro yeah. tip, actually. Yeah. Pro, pro tip. That's, um, <laughs> so the, it's fermented sauce, right? So the, the peppers, garlic, onion honey dill a bunch of spices all get fermented and the fermenter fermentation process takes four weeks so that's a four week sauce very excited that's awesome i have another one in the works uh when i when i'm done with that i'll give it to you guys nice thank you man that's really really freaking awesome yeah thank you. thank you all right well that was our intro nice job jones what would you rate this intro scale from one to ten uh i've been skewing low right yeah, you're a little bit of a negative Nancy. You're always a negative Nancy, though. <laughs> no, it's not negative. I just I, there's room for improvement. Uh, six point seven. I'm giving it. Okay. All right, Eric. I'm gonna have to one up him with a six point nine. Every time we say something stupid, I, I'm legit nervous that Jones is gonna walk out. I know of the we show. both like glare over. We, we look like, over like Jones. Don't leave. Jones, don't leave. We're just we'll we'll, we'll get better. We promise. We're, we're working on ourselves. No, because most of the humor. just think about me and Eric's character arc. You know, we're only in season two, yeah. right? Think of it that we're we're season two of Dave right now. All right. Just stick around for season three because it's gonna, it's gonna be worth it. I promise. <laughs> Most of the humor is like so like highbrow and and clever, and then every once in a while you just say the word "butt" and everyone goes, uh. <laughs> "Yeah, sounds about right." Yep, yep. <laughs> Peeny and poopy jokes—they always, always gonna always go down smooth. The name of Dave's <laughs> debut album is Peenith. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's amazing. Too. <laughs> uh, oh god! Oh, god. Right, good times. All right. So the next segment we have is uh, the feedback loop. Holy shnikes! Okay, yeah. All right. It's a big one. It looks like you guys ready? Always. All right. Hit it. Wow, we're we're professionals. First piece of feedback from this week comes from Derek. He says, uh, air conditioning beats any invention other than the wheel. My man, my man. AC is necessary, he says. So this is from last week. We talked about um, with the question that was posed was, would you rather give up air conditioning 
or the internet for the rest of your life. And he's saying he he could live without the internet, but he can't live. Yeah, without you gave AC. you gave me a lot of poop for uh, picking a, <laughs> picking AC that quick. I know I'm shocked. Like Derek wrote to us like immediately after the show dropped to be like, "Dude, air conditioning by far." I was like, "I'm surprised." Like the internet is like everything. Like without the internet, what are you gonna do all day? Without the AC, what am I gonna do all day? Not breathe? I don't know. Get a fan? Not the same, man. Not the same. <laughs> Splash water on your. You fan? just don't, don't get it. You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get it, man. Okay. All right. So what else we got? We got a lot of feedback from a couple people about the whole uh, discussion between telekinesis and telepathy that we had last week, where we had to choose one or the other. Mm-hmm. When it was, And me and you went opposites. Yeah, as we often do. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of people. They say they attract, bud. A lot of people had the same idea of having telekinesis power and then smashing other drivers <laughs> off the road the amount of feedback we got that of people agreeing with eric was insane so derek it, it kind of made me feel like so much less of a sociopath so thank you guys can you read exactly like exactly what uh, derek said because it's amazing oh uh, yeah this was word for word what derek said and this was in agreement by a lot of our other fans here he says i also try to destroy cars on highways with telekinesis I do like a crunch and toss with my hand like I'm Magneto from the X-Men. It's <laughs> basic. Which is like the only way to do it. Yeah. Like what other... Like, no, I do I do like a backhand swipe. Like I'm telling you, get out of here. Oh, like your telekinesis is that powerful that you can just like... Oh, yeah. Oh, you do the Jedi one. Yeah. You do like the... the like cars driving too slow. Like get out of here. And they just, and they just the zip away and I never see them again. Oh, I, I feel like if I were driving and I were going to do it, I would make it like... Like like I was like lifting like the the statue in Spaceballs. Work smarter, not harder, bro. Yeah. Oh, you're see. like Jedi in training. Like when Luke <laughs> yeah. is trying to lift up a boulder or something, or when you're trying to pull the spaceship out of the swamp. Eric is like you know Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, dude. Full. It's just full game form. on. Yeah. All right. He uh, he also this one um, was uh, in response to me saying that when i was in in uh elementary school i had to uh pretend i played the trombone at all the concerts the the band teacher wouldn't let me actually like blow into the mouthpiece i was only allowed to slide the slide on the trombone and pretend i was playing and derek's like i was also told to pretend to play during band recitals and which i find crazy i thought i was the only one it, it made me feel a little bit less now there's plenty of sucky kids out there yeah i was got to make you feel cool now though that you've actually done music professionally yeah, I can't. You know, one day like I'm you've gonna, been paid money. I've been paid money. You've been to paid play, money to play music. To play music for people <laughs> that yeah. cared. Yeah, I'm on Spotify. I'm like kind of you have deal. professionally done music. Proved ten. And your wrong. band teacher made you sit it out. Uh, well, not I, sit it out. Should I go find him and rub it in his face? Let's go beat him up. I'd be like, hey, Mr. Gilly, how many uh, albums do you have on Spotify? Let's do the Jay and Silent Bob where we read the reviews and then go to the people's houses. <laughs> just like, we'll just show up at his door, door one punch him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, in, in his defense, I really did suck. So doesn't, I don't blame doesn't him. matter. You won. It's true. I'm kind of curious as to what instrument Derek played because there's some instruments that are more difficult to fake than others. Like if he played those big ass cymbals. <laughs> yeah. Like how do you <laughs> how do you how do you fake the cymbal smash? <laughs> I feel like the drums in like big bands like that, uh, that's where they put like the ter- like the, the, the bad kids. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, you like mm-hmm. to just smash things here, smash the cymbal. You only get one like instrument. It's so weird. Like imagine just being the cymbal guy 
in the band <laughs> listen or the big, triangle you know triangles the, <laughs> yeah. triangles the worst kid yeah it's like hey just play the triangle all right it's just gonna go ding yeah. a couple of times just make sure yeah, just please don't miss the beat <laughs> and it makes you feel super bad when you find out about rock music later and you realize that the yeah. drummer plays like six things at once mm-hmm. that are all individual instruments in your marching band <laughs> yeah it's so like, crazy like, like oh, i man. just play the snare drum <laughs> yeah. like, the, like the big fat kid with like the big bass drum that he's yeah. got over like and he has to like swing his arm because he's the, the only side. kid that can carry that on his back that's yeah. why it was always a chubby kid it's yeah. It, yeah isn't it weird that like like the shape of the human will dictate the instrument they play. Like you see a big fat kid, you're like, you're either playing tuba or bass drum. Let's be honest. <laughs> well, because the little guys ain't lifting them, bro. Like you're definitely playing a sousaphone, a tuba. You know, I broke that mold in elementary school by playing clarinet. <laughs> that was probably the oddest like experience for everyone around you. Uh, it's true. I always notice like being the bass player in a band. I always notice that the bass player is always like they're either the fat kid the girl like the one girl in the band is always a bass player <laughs> or the shortest person i was like oh that's it there you go so um but i was also the singer so i feel like it offset it oh totally yeah it makes me more of a i'll, I'll put myself in the sting paul mccartney crowd wow, wow. versus the ring. Oh, oh will you know yeah why not i mean we're all like the same level of success and fame obviously all right what else we got uh next one comes from rich uh, so we had, um, Eric had a, an offline last week where he was talking, uh, and dropped a movie reference, which we thought to be fairly obscure. We got a lot of people who wrote in and called and texted with the right answer, but Rich was the first one and he, he responded with jingle all the way. An, Ar- an Arnie Swartz movie. Yeah. I am shocked. Now we owe him a t-shirt cause that's we what do. they said. And we'll there. get him one. Yeah. We're getting you one. I've actually been working on figuring out how to how to get merch for us i stink at graphic design so jones i think we need to call your buddy who did our logo to like make us t-shirt designs oh yeah he would love to do that yeah because i don't want to just like and they can't we just do like a shopify store where they put the logo on anything yes but we need the image to be without a correct with yeah. like the right type of image Someone like, i only our- have like the png file yeah. for and it's like 30 kilobytes so it's not yeah the proper resolution also on that on that uh jingle all the way reference um my niece my youngest niece casey texted me she listened to the episode as soon as you put it up and she goes tell me the name of the movie so i can get the t-shirt and i was like i'm not cheating (laughs) no no cheating no cheating we'll get you a t-shirt anyway it's all right she does want one though we should she's becoming like a she listens to every episode now i think it's amazing i love it I want the T-shirt to be something that people could wear and not and not be like uh, like cheesy. No, like, like an actual shirt that you would wear. Our around. logo alone is just cool on a shirt or a hoodie. Yeah, I think it just needs to be like subtle, like just in like the top left corner of the front. Uh, me too. Just the logo, and that's it. Not like jenniferdessert.com podcast like nothing just like just no, simple no just same, simple and same. people go oh what is that logo yes. like oh it's my uh, you know this podcast I listen to. Agreed. I want to read Rich's response to the uh, telekinesis uh, question from last week. Because Are you going to do it in a voice or no? I wasn't going to. Oh. His in verbatim is super funny to me. Yeah, it's good. Because I, I hear it in his voice, and he's like so unique. Can you try to do a, a Rich impression? Oh, my God. No, I don't think nah, I could. That's, that's, hard. that's tough. <laughs> There's only one Rich. He says, yo, I swear on both of my children that... 
I think the exact same thing as Eric all the time when I'm driving on Long Island. That I could, that if I could have the ability to just lift this a holes car and smash them into the effing car next to them, <laughs> I even have a conversation with my older daughter about a month ago. If I could have a superpower, that's what it would be, and just for that reason. That's I love everyone. I are love you, everyone that agreed. Are you surprised that so many people agree with your telekinesis yes, just, to, just to smash cars on the road? I've always thought. I've always just figured it's because I was emotionless that like I had that thought. Yeah. Turns out I'm not alone. No, it just turns out you've surrounded yourself with, with, with people like-minded, <laughs> emotionless uh, psychopaths. So it's all good. All right, what else we got? Uh, this one comes from Chuck. He says that he sent Eric a screenshot of his finished episodes of Undercover Underage. He sure did. And I was so happy that somebody actually went and watched that after I wrecked it. He, uh, he said that he got hooked on that Undercover Underage show and that he finished the last two episodes in his car on the way to work today. That's so dangerous. That's dangerous. And I, so dangerous. And I love that he did it, though. He was probably driving like an a-hole while doing it, and you were behind him <laughs> trying to telekinesis him <laughs> off the road. So, full circle. What would happen if you telekinesis somebody off the road and you found out that it was like somebody you really liked? Oh, too bad. <laughs> Just pretend it didn't happen. Drive better. <laughs> like, go to their funeral and cry a lot and be like, oh, my God. What a travesty. Would you show up and just go, whoops-a-daisy. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> My bad. My <laughs> bad. He says, uh, I totally joined Sosa. I don't know what that is. That's the undercover agency that this woman started that lures in these child predators. Uh, he says, we're legit battling, battling, whoa, we're legit batting 1,000 with our shows lately. GD right. Which I appreciate. He also says that if he joins Sosa, he'd pose as a 15-year-old Asian schoolboy. So sign him up. He does. Uh, Chuck, uh, our buddy Chuck is. Oh, we could totally so make over looking. make over him into that. He is 40, probably 40, almost 41 years old. He looks like he's 19. Yeah. So, yeah. That could we could work. doctor him up as a young Asian boy in Lauren Predators. Yeah, 100%. The last thing that he wrote is... Uh, I'm not okay, sure how no, to read that. So here, I'm going to tell you. So after we had the conversation and he's ripped through Mr. Ballin and Undercover Underage and all this stuff, he goes, uh, he goes, what else you got? And I'm like, from. Watch from. Love that show. I'm like, it's a, a show I'm re- we're really enjoying right now. He's like, all right, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take your word. That's when he wrote this. Forcing myself to finish yard work before the sun sets. From is effing with me, dude. <laughs> from is... <laughs> Like if if you like the show Lost, it's basically Lost but like a horror version or thriller version, super creepy. And part of the premise of the show is you can't be outside at night because these you know things come out and kill you. So um, he was saying like he's doing yard work and he's like nervous to stay outside <laughs> stay as, the, as the sun's starting to set. He's like, ah, I gotta get inside quick. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, I knew that was gonna be a little w- weirdly worded if you didn't know the the lead up. Okay, so a couple of days ago, I was at my niece's dance recital, uh, which was at uh, Holy Trinity High School. It's like a Catholic school. And God, those are the worst. I, yeah. I thank the Lord every day that Casey quit dance. Yeah, I'll tell you this. Um, my niece is really, really good. So like That when, doesn't even matter. I know. When she was... But the thing is, there's... There was 30 dances. Hey, dude. She was in four of them. I know. So that's 26 dances of just strangers' kids. I did it every year for a decade. That I had to watch for over two hours. Um, 
like halfway through, I was like, I just need an excuse to go outside. So I just went out into the hallway and I was just like wandering around and I found the vending machine. When I was there, I took a picture of the vending machine and I texted it to my wife who was still in there muscling through. And I said, you want anything from this vending machine? Um, she declined. She said, no, I don't want anything. And, but then today I was like, oh crap, I didn't put anything on Instagram today. So I just, I went into my photo album, like, do I have any pictures? Like, uh, let's see. Oh, this picture of, <laughs> of a vending machine. So I just threw it up there and I just said, what would you pick from this vending machine? And shockingly, we got a ton of responses, like instantly. I didn't, I didn't think it would be this much of a hit, but uh, we got a lot of responses. I'll, I'll rip through the, a couple of them here. Uh, Maria says party mix. Good option. Yeah, it's solid. It's always fun when you can't commit to one snack. You get four different ones in a bag. Yeah, it's the ultimate variety bag. I love the party the party mix bucket from like Costco. Oh yeah, the big the big it's really like nice. plastic. Yeah, it's really nice jug. Yeah. Nick says cheese it's but with Tabasco dumped into the bag. Wow. He also hashtag cheat uh, cheat code yes. after it, which is awesome. <laughs> um, that's a great move. I love cheese it's Have you ever done the Tabasco move? No, I'm going to. Well, now. you got to do it and then send me a picture. I'll get it to Puma. I love Tabasco. So I put Tabasco on everything. So next one comes from Derek. He says uh, either the cheddar ruffles or the sour cream. No, it's the ruffles are the cheddar sour cream. That's the flavor. It's a, du- oh, it's a really? double. Yeah. So I was going to say like that's such an underrated chip that when I used to work in a middle school, that was one of the chips that was in the vending machine and it was like one of my go to's. Yeah. But I've never seen it outside of the vending machines. I love ruffles. I've never seen it in like a real life size bag. You know oh, what's yeah, they make them. Yeah, cheddar sour cream. Yeah, they're, good. they're just as good. You know what's funny? Of all the potato chips in the world, probably my least favorite. I still like them. Don't get me wrong. My least favorite is like regular potato chips. Just like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Just no, regular. They're super greasy I and love, oily. Like your hands no, get all nasty. So you got to get the ruffles. If you get the plain Lay's flats, they're very greasy. The ruffles, though, with some French onion dip. Oh, God. Yeah, but that's not a regular potato chip. That's what, like, I love those, too. <laughs> The flat lays are what are like the I guess like the basic like the the yeah I mean the, the ruffles are a regular potato chip just ruffled yeah. it's just shaped different yeah but Dino nuggets are still everything. chicken nuggets I know but the shape changes everything it's like waffle fries man like you can't say waffle fries take like taste like regular French fries they're well, like no, next because level they're, because they're seasoned mostly unless they're Chick fil A that's true good point if you go to that old man bar right and in one bowl there's the Lay's potato chips original uh huh. And the other bowl is pretzels. Mm-hmm. How much better do the pretzels have to be to get chosen over the potato chips? Oh, for me, I, I, I do love, I love a nice crunchy regular pretzel. See, of all the times to eat a pretzel, it's when you're drinking beers. Yep. Like the best time. I don't want pretzels. chips when I'm having beers. I want pretzels. Pretzels okay. for just by themselves. Like if you're just like hanging out by, you know, like watching TV and you're like, oh, I want a snack while I'm watching TV and you, you're not drinking beers pretzels are, are are lame and if you think they're if you think it's not the greatest though just eat one and then you'll be like oh yeah these that's right these are delicious yeah sometimes simple flavors are the best flavors. pretzel and french onion dip is a little underrated combo too yeah chocolate covered pretzels by the way might be my favorite like <sighs> random Flips. dessert snack all right what else we got next one comes from blank man reese's peanut butter cups are his choice I, reese's peanut butter cups are my favorite one of my favorite candies on the planet mm-hmm. the problem with them is they're gone so fast yes that's a, that's why it's a bad purchase you, you eat those two cups in like less than 10 seconds and you're like well that was that was that was fun while it lasted not a lot of bang for your buck yeah 
Next one comes from Kristen, and I'm not looking at the picture right now, so I don't know if she went off-road or not. She says they need to bring back everything bagel chips. I guess she did because they're, they wouldn't need to bring them back if they were in the... But I also do agree 100%. Yeah, everything bagel everything is great. Everything bagel seasoning from Trader Joe's is... Oh, it's top tier. Top tier. I just don't understand. You have this whole vending machine. It's a fully stocked vending machine. Everything you want is in there. Not everything. No, not, not, I don't want a thing out of here. I want everything bagel <laughs> chips. What? Hey, you know what? She likes what she likes, That's man. That's it, man. I mean, I suppose, man. You thought Fubar shouldn't have Arnie Schwartz in it. Yeah. So, you know, that's your everything bagel chip. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Jones is going to murder me tonight. I could feel it. I, could, I just sense the heat. No, I'm not heated about that. I understand that you like it. It's just, I think it's weird. Uh, next one comes from Nico. He loves the Swedish fish, the blue Doritos, or the beef jerky. So I would have, if you could have, you would put a gun to my head and say, what would Nico choose? I would give you those three because that's like his favorite three things. I love how he calls them blue Doritos. Because I call them blue Ritos. Blue Ritos? And nice. That's, that's, that's cool ranch, right? Yeah. Yeah. But we, we call it blue in the house because I've always said it. Yeah. I like that. I respect it. Do the other ones have names? Doritos. <laughs> like the red bag is not. That's Doritos. Okay. What about? Like weirder flavors. The purple one is just the spicy Doritos. Do you guys like that's the, the sweet chili? That's what we call the spicy. Do you guys like spicy nacho Doritos? No, I don't know. I so, do like the sweet chili though. Those are a top tier. The purple bag. The purple bag is my favorite. My wife loves the spicy nacho Doritos. They're yeah. like the darker red. Bag. Yeah, I don't love them. Like you might miss them in the store because you don't realize that they're not the same as regular Doritos. I also don't love the regular red. So. I like all things spicy, so I'm sure I'd like them. I don't think I've had them, though. I like spicy food. I don't like spicy chips. Did you ever eat the one chip challenge chip that comes in a yeah, little it's coffin? it's so stupid. I hated it, and it hurt. It did hurt. <laughs> I did this year's at work. What a bad idea that was. Yeah, when you have to talk afterwards, it's probably a bad stupid idea. Stupid Pocky challenge. Nine one one. What's your emergency? This year's chip. calling yourself. Yeah, calling yourself. I like to report a fire in my mouth. <laughs> this year's chip turns your tongue blue. Oh, and I walked out back to work, and my tongue is blue, and I'm like asphyxiating. I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> Was well, a bad at, least, at least you had a lot of uh, you know emergency service <laughs> yeah. personnel around you at your disposal. Yeah, no, it was everyone saying you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next one comes from Chrislin, which so, is awesome. This is a this is a first to get a response yes. from Chrislin. Awesome. What is what tough she choice? Say? Cheetos or Lay's Limon? Okay, all right. So Cheetos, are, the crunchy Cheetos are top notch. Top top notch. Top notch. Regular like puffy Cheetos, meh. That's not for me, but I do love the cheese balls. Yes, for some reason, cheese balls. The can of cheese balls. Yeah, if you're ever at a bar and they have cheese balls instead of pretzels, yeah. you know you're in a fun place. Yes. Um, Lay's Limon, I have never tried, but I could see that being good. Yeah. I could see that being good. I'm trying to look at the picture. Like, were those Cheetos like, I don't know, like the thin Cheetos? It's hard to see. Uh, Pomp obviously didn't use oh, like no, his no, 4K, uh, like the highest quality of his camera. Well, I didn't expect it was going to be part of a It's almost a like TFG he did a the front screen selfie to the machine. That's what it looks like. <laughs> you know, it was a very, 
It was a utility photo, just so that I could. Text I feel like my he wife. pulled his old iPhone four out of his drawer to take that picture. <laughs> no, I took I took it with an old digital camera, like a, a Canon, <laughs> a one point two megapixel. <laughs> After I took the picture, I had to find a, a slot for my SD card <laughs> in my laptop. It was all it was it was all to do. There are three different bags of Cheetos in this machine. Really? There's the regular, thin, normal, what everyone thinks of as Cheetos. Like an old lady's finger looking one. Oh. Doesn't it look kind of like, like a great grandma finger? Oh like it has like eight knuckles? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like where'd the extra knuckles come from? Yeah, anyway. those are like crunchy Cheetos, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well the ones that everyone loves. That's the ones you throw in party mix too, which make it happy. Yeah. The puffy Cheetos are, are, are not great. None of these are puffy Cheetos. The Good. second one is cheddar jalapeno. And the third one is flaming hot tangy chili fusion. Wow. That's a lot of like yeah. adjectives. So <laughs> I hate I don't know if you know this about me, I hate jalapeno. Jalapeno face. I hate the pepper. I hate the flavoring. I don't put it in anything. I never will. I don't like anything that's like this flavor and jalapeno <sighs> thing. I don't like it. You know what? I tend to agree. I love real. I love really spicy stuff. Jalapeno is not really spicy. It's like more like tangy. I don't really love it too much. I don't like stuff. the flavor. Yeah, yeah. Same. Except one weird exception. This is a very weird thing that I got into like last summer. Um, and you guys are going to probably make fun of me, but I don't care jalapeno margaritas like spicy margaritas cool bro i knew it i knew you guys were, i was gonna lose you guys on that one just try it man yeah just try it okay put it in a capri sun bag you, you do know? that before or after your mani pedi <laughs> for the record i've never gotten a mani pedi i did get my eyebrows started with you once though so i guess that makes us <laughs> metrosexual it was just once it was right in the same time frame that we went tanning together. <laughs> it definitely is. And your skin melted off. It's the same time frame. Yeah. We got metrosexual for a little while there. It's okay. It was cool to do it then. Yeah. Now I just don't care. Yeah. It was I also used to shave every piece of hair from the upper half of my body. Yeah. My arms, everything. Now I don't care anymore. Yeah. Just let it rip. Let it rip. We're men. It happens. It's hair. Deal with it. Last vending machine answer came from Mike Arnone. He says uh, the answer for this piss poor vending machine choice <laughs> is still cheese it. Yeah, we got so many cheese it responses. Um, I don't think this was a piss poor vending machine. I think his his standards for vending machines is way too high. No, that's insane. That's a great vending machine. That is a There's good like vending. 317 options. There's something for machine. everyone in there. That's the that's the good part. Can I ask you guys a question? Maybe. Where does Chuck live? See for no. Uh, I don't know Suffolk County somewhere. Oh, okay, Stony per Brook, Perth, Brisbane, not near, Adelaide, not near Hicksville, where Holy Trinity Church uh, High School is. Because yeah. if he looks that young, I can get him to go in there and get me stuff out of that vending machine, like Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> but instead of trying to catch <laughs> yes. drug dealers, we're just trying to steal Cheetos. I'm sure he would just literally do you the favor, though, if you asked him. Yeah, and I work right near there. I I, could, I pass by that place every day. Why don't you just go pretend like you're a maintenance worker? <laughs> you have a maintenance worker beard. You know, do I though? Kind of. I don't know anything about maintenance. You don't have to. Neither did I, bro. When I did it for like twelve years. If yeah. I just walked in there with like a mop and like they used to be like Eric, go fix this thing. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Yeah, Eric, you could do it too. You have a maintenance worker mustache. Sure you guys do. Are like, yeah, sure right. do. What's the like the number one tool? Like, if I was to walk in there with like a tool, a screwdriver, always a screwdriver. 
Like if I just walked in the front door and I had a screwdriver, mm-hmm. like they wouldn't tackle me. No, a no, ring of keys. No, a, a ring of a tape measure would be the one thing you'd want to walk in with. A, a, a tape because measure so with many, key, a ring of keys, like a lot of keys. So many on people your belt. go to the school to measure for an upcoming thing that's being done, and it's constant. There's always work maintenance workers coming in with tape measures, and just for that reason, oh, I'm just here to I'm here to check out the thing we're gonna be working on next week. Like that's always that. Like, should I wear, like, a hard hat and a vest? No, no hard hat, no vest. They come in just jeans, boots, and usually, like, a flannel. Like, what you exactly what you'd think they'd look like. Oh, yeah. Do I got to yeah. have, like, yeah. the 16-ounce 7-Eleven coffee cup? Yes. Like, I got to really, It's got to like, be from Dunkin' Donuts, though. Yeah. And you have to call it just Dunkin' or Dunky. <laughs> oh, this, then, uh, yeah, I just, I just grabbed a cup of Joe and headed over. Yeah. Oh, man. We could do an episode of Undercover Underage at Holy Trinity High <laughs> Undercover School. Undercover Overage. <laughs> Undercover Overage. <laughs> uh, so, the, 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 the. Yeah, really? Yeah. The stutter was intense. No, the conversation with Mike Arnone went deep because he said he was like so intrigued by the Pringles flavor because you can't read it in the, in the, in the, in the uh, digital camera picture uh, from 1998. Awful quality. Um, but it was just a purple can of Pringles. And he's like, I'm intrigued. What is it? What flavor is that? So I like Googled like purple Pringles container and it turns out it's called Scorching Barbecue Pringles. And he's like, oh, that sounds intriguing. And then he just said, Scorch In. Reminds me of that movie, Be Cool. And I was like, uh, what? He's like, tell me you've never seen the movie Be Cool. I'm like, can I pretend that you're talking to Eric right now so he catches the heat for this one? And he's like, is this pomp? I'm like, no. Yeah. Because when we talk on a DFD thing, like they don't know who they're talking to. And I was like, no. Yeah, it's me. And he's like, how have you never seen Be Cool? I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, I've never even heard of this movie. Apparently, there's a movie with The Rock. You've seen it? No. No. Jones, have you seen it? I don't even know what this is. See? Okay, so I'm not crazy. So anyway, now I have to watch it because I told him I would. But he said, I have to watch the movie. And then he goes, this is the part of the chat where I recommend this to you. And I was like, that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so so what would you, I want to know, Pop, what would you get from the, what did you get or what would you get from the vending machine? Um, did I you get something? I didn't get anything, but if I were to get something, it would have probably been like I'm starving right now, so I could, I definitely would get something. What would you get? Hold on, let me look at the picture again. Cause I didn't really think about it. I'm I, gonna tell you what would you get? Yeah. Okay, so I'm a I'm a pop tart junkie, but unfortunately, this machine has strawberry in it, so that's I'm immediately out because strawberry artificial flavoring is the worst thing on the planet. Yes, agreed. Um. It depends on my mood. If I wanted like a chippy snack, I would definitely, I would go blue Doritos because that's just my go-to. But there's a honey bun in there that's screaming my name. And if I was like the hunger level I'm at right now, that would be more filling. Is it the big Texas? Is that what that is? It's, I think it's to the left of that. Oh, I see it. Yep. I think I would go with the honey bun. That's a good answer. I think I'd probably do the Cheetos, to be honest, or Cheez-Its. Although I don't see the Cheez-Its, but everyone... Oh yeah, there's Cheez Its. I would do uh, yeah, I would do Cheetos or Cheez Its. Um, okay, so you'd go with the cheese route. Yeah, if I was in a sweet like if I was hungry, if I was just like eating something just to eat it, I would probably get the um, I get like something chocolatey. I'd probably get the Snickers. Okay, because you can never go wrong with Snickers. No, it's top tier. What about you, Jonesy? My number one go to is not in the machine. 
the payday bar is what I would always really get. wait, Jones. That's your numero uno. That's my numero uno. Number one. I do. I do love a nice payday, dude. I'm not kidding you guys. That's the one that's just like peanuts and nougat, right? There's no like chocolate. Peanuts on it. and caramel. Caramel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't even I, know what nougat is, dude. I I'm, just said it. I, that's inside a Snickers bar. Yeah, but I still don't know what it is. And Three Musketeers. It's Again, all nougat. Still don't know what it is. Wait a second. Jones, this is crazy because I I thought I was one of those weird people because, by the way, they're starting to not even stock payday bars because yeah, they're so unpopular. And when I, whenever, like, whenever I, shame. and I eat payday bars like five times a week and it's like two out of five are going to be super, super stale because they've been on the shelf for like five yeah. years. I don't know why. I thought I... I think they're amazing, and I thought I was like the only person that appreciated nah, I, them. I love but payday bars. This makes me really happy to know that you guys love payday it's bars. Generational. Oh, they're so good. Going by what's actually in there, I would pick Swedish fish most likely. Nice. That's okay. a good choice. Nice, nice. Um, we got one good one, which was um, uh, uh, Joe Fusco just wrote number uh, six oh seven and. And we're like, what's 607? What the hell is he talking about? And we looked, and 607 is the one empty slot. <laughs> I think Chuck had a good one, too. Oh, yeah. So I didn't realize when I took the picture, but you could slightly see my reflection in it. And his, his answer was, I want to take the guy. I'll take the guy in the, in, the, in the reflection. And I said, you don't have enough change in your pocket to afford that guy. Uh, good times. Yeah. So that was, that was a, a lot of feedback about the, yeah. the vending machine. It's good. It's good. It's good. Will you do on the next one or no? We'll do it fast. So I threw up something real quick and I knew it was going to be like a hit or miss um, post, especially, you know, posting three things in a row. And it was, what are your feelings on the Apple Vision Pro uh, VR headset announcement? <clears throat> so Apple just announced their insane VR headset. And I'm a nerd. I friggin' love VR. I have the Oculus and I play it every day. I play the ping pong game like, you know, at least at least 15 to 20 minutes a day, every day. So I've been itching for like the world to like fully embrace VR and for it to become like mainstream. And I knew Apple would be the company that would be able to make it cool. And I think they are pulling it off. Unfortunately, the, the headset they announced is like $3,500 and most people are not going to buy it. But I just wanted to see what other people thought. And, uh, <laughs> Blank's response was things are more moderner than before, bigger and yet smaller. It's computers. That was Blank Man's response. Do you know what movie that's from? No. Eric, do you know what movie that's from? Of course I know what movie that's from. I'm shocked if Jones doesn't know. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Really? I think he says that right before he screams Yeah, it's San the, Dimas High San School. San Dimas High School football rules. It's yeah. the it's when the jock gives the the his final project on stage at the end of the movie. When they're like, that's the speech. When Bill and Ted like almost don't show up, they almost run, yeah. Anyway, do so, I know what that is? Deluca just wrote back. His response was croissant, which <laughs> I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> All right, um, Derek wrote. You know my feelings on VR. Um, Derek like love like like he's like. He's like on the fence. He's like, what's the point of VR when you could do things in real life? And me and him have had this debate forever. It's like, yeah, but sometimes you can't do things in real life. Like, I think it's really cool that like, I could be like, hey, Jones, you want to play mini golf with me in VR? Like right the second? And it's like, yeah, why not? 
you know you don't have to make a thing of it um but and not for nothing we'll that, that mini golf is as fulfilling as actually playing mini golf that that game is wonderful if you like mini golf if you like playing mini golf with your friends you will like playing mini golf in vr more because you get to play it with your friends but you also don't have to like drive to a mini golf place and like make a whole night of it you could just do it for an hour on a tuesday night yeah that's a benefit i do love mini golf we've always loved mini golf yeah it's a great game great game a lot of shenanigans happen on a mini golf course <laughs> a lot of shen- a lot, lot of, of tomfoolery. A lot of butt poking with the club when somebody's somebody's like going to take a shot. Yeah. See, that's the beauty. In, like <laughs> in VR, you could still do the same shenanigans. You just can't physically yeah. hurt people. You could still mess with them. Remember that night I spilled the the shake on me at getting out of the car when we got to the mini golf spot, and I was like sticky and covered in ice cream for full eighteen holes. Yeah, and <laughs> it's true. That's a good story. Terrible, terrible night. Great so, golf. Terrible night. All right, so that uh, basically concludes our um, feedback loop. I think. Wow, what are we uh, what are we doing else on this episode? Well, we're super way over time, so <laughs> we can only do one more segment. So we have two left. We have ask us anything and recommendations. I think just for the sake of time, save recommendations, the questions next week. Yeah, recommendations yeah. will be fast, so we'll, let's just do that. Cool, and I have a physical thing here that has to do with that, so. Oh, perfect. Hopefully. <laughs> it would suck if we didn't get to do that segment. Wait, is that part of the feedback loop or recommendations? Um, it was a recommendation from a listener, so I'm just going to throw it in the recommendation slot. All right, let's do it. All right, hit it. Flugelhorn. It's a flugelhorn. All right. Um, so my recommendation for this week is a show called Platonic on Apple TV. Now, I will um, put a disclaimer out there that uh, I'm only three episodes in, so it could nosedive. I don't know. We don't know how it's going to go. Seth Rogen, right? And uh, what's her name? Uh, Ro- Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. Right? Yeah. And it's the premise is basically um, they're in like their early 40s and... Rose Byrne is like um, a housewife, you know, two kids, husband's a lawyer. Seth Rogen is um, like, he's like a brewmaster, kind of more of like a hipster. Um, But they used to be like super, super close, like best friends when they were younger. And they had a falling out and they haven't really talked in a while. And now they like reconnect and like they become like BFFs again. But it's like the contrast of her like, like, you know, upper middle class, like housewife, mother life and his like debaucherous, like, you know, hipster life. And it's just it's a good mix of funny comedy. Like it's it's Seth Rogen, like at his best. Like I think Seth Rogen has fallen off in in the last few years. He absolutely has. This is him like 
you know, working his way back up to the to 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 his his top form. And Rose Byrne's really great in it too. She's funny in it too. Um, really good show. My disclaimer on this one also is that it probably is going to be more of a hit for people who are married with kids who could kind of appreciate the the some of the the hijinks but i definitely recommend it it's a good show it's a good watch it's not gonna break it's yeah. not gonna shatter any records i'm not or win gonna any emmys i'm but not gonna rush to watch this one this week no don't rush to i'm watch going it. to wait and see how the season pans out yeah um, no i totally understand yeah. it's a it's a risky reco but i'm going with it jones what about jones you? arena i have two really quick ones for y'all so um I was a big fan of Regal movie theaters in the last couple of years. I used to do that whole 20 bucks a month thing. You can go see as many films as you want. Mm-hmm. Worked out really great for me. Did you ever go with Pee Wee Herman to the movies? Paul Rubens? Paul Rubens? No. Yeah, he's a real jerk. So Off. recently I had moved. I'm no longer near. <laughs> Eric liked that <laughs> I'm no uh, longer near that. It's Regal very hard to make Eric laugh. I'm sorry. Continue. I'm no longer near that Regal theater. It's um, the nearest ones to me now are like this private movie house, which isn't very good. And like they only show like artsy stuff. And then there's an AMC dining theater. That's so Levittown. Yeah. So yeah. It's the first time I've been to this one. And we, we frequent that way. I take the oh, kids dude. like to go to that one. Yeah. I'm loving it for two big reasons. Uh, number one, this place has their seats are like there are two chairs. But you can lift the armrest up and it becomes like a like a big love seat. So that's great. I'm sitting with my wife on like the same. It's like almost like a couch watching the, the movie. It's wonderful. Wait, real quick, when I was doing like my online dating uh, spree, when I was just going out with like every chairman that I swiped with, that was always that was my date spot because you were able to get a beer or a drink and then sit in a seat with like no divider and just like literally be able to communicate and like be human. So that was always the theater I would I would choose. Nice. for date one yeah this place also serves like real food i mean i didn't try the food couldn't tell you how good it was um but they're they have like a whole section of the concession stand that is very dedicated to making your food so oh they also bring it to your chair like so you don't have to wait online like you can go into the theater watch your previews as they bring you your food that's pretty awesome the movie that we went to go see was the machine starring burt kreischer now, I had recommended Bird's stand-up special last week. This week, I'm recommending his movie. It was good. There are... the No, the movie's not great. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's totally worth watching because there are parts that are just like... The parts are better than the whole of the movie. Okay. Right? And that. there are some parts where you're just like, that's incredible. Doesn't have much to do with the plot. The plot's kind of dumb really quickly right and this is my one recommendation if you're going to watch this movie Bert has a story that he tells on stage where he explains why he's called the machine he was uh, an exchange student back in the day he went to Russia he got tied up with the Russian mob and ended up like robbing his whole classmates of all of their belongings the movie takes place 20 something years after this it's current day and he has to go back to Russia now for the first time since he was there with the mom. And there's like this whole storyline that happens. Uh, Mark Hamill plays his dad. They end up having to both go to Russia at the same time together. Um, there are some hysterically funny parts of the movie. Like the hardest I may have laughed at a movie in a long time. Wow. 
But the overall movie, just like the plot is thin. The, the plot's just like, it's very like Police Academy 3-ish. Like, as good Which as one like, is that the one with David Spade as a skateboarder? No, I think that's four. Oh. Like, it's as good as like a, like a thinly written movie for a movie star is. Okay. You know, like there's some really good parts, but then there's also like this, the whole story is kind of weird. But you know what? There's always a place in in your daily life to watch something that's like not groundbreaking, but just, you know, mindless, mindless fun. It's totally worth watching for like a like a hoot. You know, like I'm not saying it's like I love the story, so I'm absolutely going to watch it. Yeah. I'm not saying it's like Pulp Fiction or something. It's not going to like blow your brain apart, but it's it's really, really funny in some parts. Randomly, I. I listen to um, on iHeartRadio. I listen to like the the comedy radio station. It's just like clips of in sound bits, or whatever. And randomly, a Burt Kreischer bit came up from when he was like early on in the stand up before he became like the outrageous like take your shirt off, drunk, crazy like when he was just like a normal person stand up. And he does a whole bit about like how to get out of um, like a ticket when you get pulled over by a cop. And I'm not going to do the bit because I'm going to ruin it. But, like, go find it. It's freaking funny as hell. Funny enough, after you brought up the Burt Kreischer thing last week with the Van Wilder, yeah. the day after on Instagram, Barstool put up a post about that story. You think Barstool listens to our podcast? 100% stole it from you. Dude, I am telling you, there's so much content that we've created <laughs> and put into the world that I think more famous people I don't even stealing. question it. Why would it be that day? Dude, we... We wrote a song with Deciding Tonight like, at the end of it. <clears throat> I think it's the downside of weightlessness. It just ends with like... And then three years later, Paramore comes out with their song, Misery Business. I'm and like, it's dude... that exact part. Dude, that you stole our part. You stole our song. But what are we going to do? Yeah, Nothing. We're going to say good for you. Good, Enjoy it. Good for you. We're, good for you. Because we're nice friends. Yeah. Way to go, Haley. <laughs> Congrats on your success. Yes. I hate you. Could have, could have given us an opening slot. Yeah, you could have let us open for <laughs> you. We wouldn't have played that song and blow up your spot. You know, yeah. we'd, be good, we'd be good. So I don't technically have a recommendation tonight, but Sean, who is a uh, buddy from work and also a big fan of this podcast, gave me a rec for us. Ooh. And he knows specifically that me and you love Jericho. He is... A huge fan of Jericho as well. The show, the, really? The show Jericho, yeah. Okay, can I? That get, was like when our friendship first formed. We had the same like taste in music and Jericho. That's amazing. Well, I like. I've never met Sean, but I'm I'm a huge fan of Sean now. <laughs> yeah. So Jericho, for those who don't know, was a show that was on CBS back in what, like early 2000s? Yeah, it was our tourish days. Yeah, maybe so 2005, 2006. And it was, it starred Skeet Ulrich and it was a show about basically there was like a World War Three atomic bomb attack basically. And you don't know really who did it or, or anything to start the show, but it's like, it's kind of a precursor. It was, I don't know if this makes any sense, but it, it feels like it was the beginnings of the zombie genre in tv like it, it was it was too soon for its time the whole concept of like society has collapsed and now people are trying to like there was no zombies in it don't 
get oh, yeah, a twist yeah, yeah. on what he's saying. Oh, there's no zombies in it. But my point is like the, the vibe of it was like that whole like society's collapsed and now people are trying to figure out how to like govern themselves and make do with the situation where basically all the power's been knocked out. There was big atomic blasts all across the, the world and nobody knows what's going on because there's no communication. The people, there's no phones, there's no internet, uh, there's no TV, there's no power, there's no way to connect with the outside world. So people living in Jericho, Kansas are like in farms, they have no idea what's going on and that's where the show takes place. And it was awesome and it got canceled and it shouldn't have. It got canceled because one, it had a crappy time slot, and two, it was ahead it, of its time. It was ahead of its time. If that show came out now, it would be the number one hit show on TV. Absolutely. And it's a bummer. We both caught the <laughs> that same was time. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> so, what did he get us? So he told me about a book called. It's titled "Going Home." The author is a American. Okay, that's the name he goes by. Uh, pseudonym so he told so he started explaining the book and i'm going to read what amazon has about the uh, what the book's about okay let's do it just so you're aware it starts with if society collapsed could you survive yes when morgan carter's car breaks down 250 miles from his home he figures his weekend plans are ruined but things are about to get much much worse the country's power grid has collapsed there's no electricity no running water no internet and no way to know when normalcy will be restored if it ever will be an avid survivalist, Morgan takes to the road with his prepper pack on his back. During the grueling trek from Tallahassee to his home in Lake County, chaos threatens his every step, but Morgan is hell-bent on getting home to his wife and daughters, and he'll do whatever it takes to make that happen. He yes. said this, reading this made him just feel Jericho. Ooh. So he literally told me about this, and because we loved that show so much, I went on Amazon that night and I literally bought two copies of the book. So what? we could read this together Ooh. and then discuss. Oh, dude. Thank you. And thank you, Sean. Wow. Thanks, man. I was going to get, uh, I, I like paper. I like pages in my books. So I got the real ones, not the digitals. Oh, it smells so good. Yeah, I love the just, smell of books. They're just different. Oh, de I'm definitely reading this. So hopefully it's like third grade reading level because I <laughs> yeah. can't read too good. The words are pretty big, so yeah, big font, big font. Yeah, they're bigger than like a normal book. Oh, it is good. Thank yeah. you. Oh, good. So you know, I do have ADHD, so reading a book is hard. So I think I'm I'm excited. I'm going to do this. Oh man. Oh, dude. Can I read the first like couple sentences of Dusty Roads? Yes, of course. <laughs> I should have let you read the goddamn Some, synopsis. Synopsis, yeah. <clears throat> All right, here I go. Chapter one, baby. <laughs> oh yeah. This has been a good week for dust. I work from home all week until Wednesday, Jack, when I got a call. And I had to make a quick trip. And the next day, I had to run up to southern Georgia. Oh, baby. For Not a the country. <laughs> for a service call. A son of a plumber, you know. But first, I was going to finish polishing the stove. <laughs> what are you polishing? I'm going to polish that stove if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Listen here, Jack. I picked up a little box wood stove at a yard sale. It looked rough. Rough as all hell. And a little elbow grease. A bionic elbow. 
Oh, Jones, we need to, we need you to narrate <laughs> narrate all audiobooks. Bionic elbow grease. Oh my God! A little bionic elbow grease, if you will, and well, several wire threads for the grinder, and she looked great. And now I was just finishing that stove polish, Jack. Well, bionic elbow grease. <laughs> that's that's our episode. That's it. Well done. <laughs> thank you, Eric. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Jones. And thank you, Dusty Rhodes. So I'm looking on Amazon. <laughs> this is actually a three-part series. Going home, surviving home, and escaping home. Ooh. So. Oh, yeah. We could get in for the I'm long I'm very haul. excited. This better become a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Go home, baby, to that Buckhouse Stampede in Georgia. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. A little wrath of devil. <laughs> I'm so excited. I haven't read a good book in a while. You know what I read? Um, somebody lent me. Well, I forget the name of the movie. Um, I'll tell you what it's about. and You'll probably know the name of it. The kid brings beer to his friends who are in the Vietnam War. Yes. Oh, the, the greatest something uh, ever told. Greatest beer run. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Beer, the greatest actually, beer run ever. <clears throat> I saw that. The I saw that in the theater as a Mystery Monday movie. I didn't know what I was going to see. I knew I was just going to see it. It was enjoyable. It was phenomenal. Yeah. Great movie. So now let me tell you this. The book is 10 times better than the movie. Oh, I would read that. Because there is so much more detail of what actually the kid did. Yeah, it's a nuts. Because it's a true story. Yeah, it's a nutso story. So somebody let me borrow the book and I read it and it was fantastic. Awesome. So just I'm going to throw that out there. There's my wreck. I have a wreck for you. Look at us wrecking books. Yeah. Like smart people. You thought we were one dimensional. (laughs) Yeah, we got more than one. We know things. We got. Yeah, I'm smart. I know things. I'm going to read words. I'm going to recommend a book, a book of tea, baby. (laughs) Harlem heats all the way. (laughs) Only like three people will get that reference, but it was fantastic. Only the good three. (laughs) True. Wow. What a show. What a show. An hour and a half of pure delight. After a little delay, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, set an alarm next time. I did. <laughs> I sleep shut it off, dude. You never did that. Oh, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Man. Well, great work, guys. Yeah, this is fun. I like you guys. All right. Well, I'll go get something to eat. Yeah, why don't you do your uh, thingy, your end, end, oh, end damn, outro? Damn, I hate this part when we have to say goodbye to each other and everybody else. Yeah. Um. So yeah, <clears throat> keep interacting with us on social media. Uh, if you have recommendations, send them in because look what just happened. Yeah, you just made you, Pomp's night just got a gift and his night got made because Sean decided to reco us. Thank you so much, man. So we appreciate you guys. Um, we truly do love you, even the people I don't agree with. I guess I kind of still love you. <laughs> and uh, listen, let's hope we get our telekinetic powers and we could wreck some cars. Let's do it. And until then, uh, blue Doritos for the win. Bye. Peace.